Welcome to the Spiritual Boss Babe Podcast. If you're a woman who is ready to step into your power and manifest a life and business that sets your soul on fire, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Stephanie Bellinger, and I'm a mindset and success coach for spiritual entrepreneurs. I am obsessed with helping my fellow soul sisters shine their light and live out their purpose so they can experience more magic in everyday life. We all have a special purpose here and we're meant to share our message and gifts with the world. You deserve to be fully supported emotionally, spiritually, and financially from doing your soul's work. Together, we can make a massive impact in the world and it's time. So let's do this. In today's episode, I have the amazing Takasha Davis here with me. Takasha is a holistic business coach who specializes in teaching entrepreneurs how to build a sustainable and profitable business without compromising their quality of life. The driving force behind her brand is the notion that you can pursue your dreams without sacrificing your well-being in the process. Hello, we don't need to hustle. We can allow some ease and flow and lots of balance all up in there. I know that you're going to get so much out of today's episode, Takasha shares so much value, so much magic. Make sure that you tag us when you listen on Instagram. You can find me at The Spiritual Boss Babe and check out the show notes so that you know where to find Takasha so that you can connect with her after this episode. So without further ado, let's welcome Takasha onto the show. All right. Welcome to the show, Takasha. I'm so excited to have you here and cannot wait for you to share your magic with everyone. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. So I I would love to open it up. Uh, I know you're really passionate about helping people with their self-care as well as growing their business and being in the entrepreneurial world. And I would love to kind of hear your journey and what led you down the path that you're on and and serving people in the way that you are. Sure. Um, So originally my background is in civil engineering. And so I graduated from the University of Michigan I started um, out my Asian career in 2004, and going into it, I was a little apprehensive. After about, I don't know, five years or so, I realized, like, I wasn't really happy. I wasn't feeling fulfilled. I didn't really feel like that was my purpose. Um, And so I set out on a journey to figure out, like, why am I here? You know, I know I have more to offer than just engineering. Um, so I hired a coach to help me figure out like why I'm here, what my purpose is, what I really want to do. And it was in the process of working with her that I fell in love with coaching mm-hmm. and set out on a journey to become a coach. So um, I got my life coaching certification and started, I started my business in January of 2013. And so that first year I was working with women. And I was helping them to do the same thing I did, figure out their life purpose and to also really gain the confidence in themselves they needed to be able to go out and go after their dreams. Um, And I loved it. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, I finally found what it is that I'm meant to do. And after about a year, I started having like other newbie coaches come to me and ask, um, if I could help them in setting up their practice, you know, they, they had already gotten their certification. They had no idea how to even get started, how to set up their systems and all of that. And so I started helping them get started, set up all their systems. And I was kind of doing it on the side while I was still doing the life coaching. 
But I realized that I really was good at helping um, entrepreneurs set up their systems and create balance. And so I naturally started to transition from just working with women, helping them find their purpose, to now working with those same women that have figured out their purpose, but now helping them to put structure in place and get those systems and stuff. And so I'm still doing that now. Um, but now I have more of an emphasis on really um, making sure that you have the proper work-life balance and also that you're really taking care of yourself because being in business, especially when you're doing a business that you feel like you've been called to do, it's really easy to throw your all into it and totally neglect what it is that you need. Mm-hmm. And we are our number one asset, you know, and so we have to take care of that because if we're not here, if we're sick or whatever, our business cannot run. Um, you know, we're the visionary. So um, I really felt like that was really important. So I really um, placed that as a high priority with my coaching along with the systems. Mm, I love how you're combining the two and like really using your gifts to the fullest capacity, like with helping people set up the structure to their business, but also making Mm -hmm. sure that they put themselves first. And I think it's really inspiring that you've been led to doing what you're doing now and helping people in this way. What what do you feel like led you to um, expand on the self-care aspect? Was there something in your journey where you realized like, oh my God, I'm getting so burnt out from this or, you know, where did that piece come in? Because I know that's something that you're really uh, passionate about and it's a big part of what you do. Yeah. Um, Like midway through 2014, I got really sick. Um, And I, you know, I was dealing with, I was in a health crisis and and I realized like, okay, the way that I'm approaching business is just not sustainable. I wasn't cooking for myself. I was eating fast food all the time. I was hardly getting any sleep. I wasn't exercising. Um, And then on top of that, I wasn't spending time with the people that I really cared about. Mm. And so I had to make a choice. It was like, okay, either I'm going to change the way that I'm doing things and, you know, or I'm not going to be here. Um, But I was still passionate about my business. I didn't want to give it up. And so at that point, I was kind of forced to figure out how to operate my business, um, how to be of service without you know, killing myself essentially. Um, so it was, it was through that experience that I really had to learn firsthand, like how do I balance all of these things? And so I really, um, utilize that experience in helping others because I, I, I totally get it. You know, I, I totally know how it feels because I was there. Mm. And I think that's so important because I feel like so many of us, even myself, you know, like can get into that hustle mode of like doing, 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 creating, creating, creating. Mm -hmm. And so, cause it's like, you're, we're trying to grow our business. You're trying to get to the next level, all these things. And so it sounds like your body was like, Hey, hold up. We Mm -hmm. got to break. (laughs) But was it hard for you to do that? Like, what do you say to people who are like, you know, they're really in that place of hustle and like trying to make shit happen? What do you like, how, how do you kind of walk them through like finding that balance and saying, Hey, actually you come first. Um, and, and, and trust that things are going to work out as long as you put yourself first and have these things in place. Yeah. I think a lot of times, one thing that I used to say to myself was, once I reach a certain level of success, then I will take care of myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I kept thinking 
you know, it'll just be a little while longer. And then I'll, you know, I'll just do this. I know this is sustainable, but just a little while longer. And what I had to realize is that you don't, you don't know when you're going to reach that level of success. You know, it could be, what if it takes five years for you to get to where you really want to be? Are you really going to live this way for five years? Mm. Um, another thing I realized is that, you know, self-care is not just a luxury. I was treating it like it was a luxury. And that's why I was able to, in my mind, put it off till later. But really, it's a necessity. Mm. You know, there are so many studies that have been done that talk about, like, how necessary it is to get the proper amount of sleep and how it really does affect your performance. So if you are the CEO of your business and you're not taking care of yourself properly, you are not showing up as the best that you can. So you're not showing up 100%. You might just be showing up 70%. And so think about like the days when you're really tired and you're trying to get something done. It takes so much longer to get something done when you're tired as opposed to when you have all of your rest. Um, So I just really, you know, kind of show them like you're really shortchanging yourself when you're doing this. You think that you're getting ahead by cutting back on your sleep or whatever, mm-hmm. but really you're you're not. So once they kind of get that and they see that, then they're more open to learning how they can incorporate ways, take care of themselves better. Um, you know, I think sometimes we have this idea that self-care is just all about bubble baths and massages mm-hmm. and getting your nails done. And I mean, that can be self-care, but that's not really what it means. It means really giving yourself what you need to be your best. Um, You know what I mean? So that could mean like carving out time to read a book or getting, you know, going to bed an hour earlier or giving yourself a day off. You know, there's, there's different ways of giving yourself what you need, eating a healthy meal, drinking more water. Mm -hmm. Um, So it doesn't have to be this. (laughs) <laughs> the spa, you know, idea that we have. Um, and it doesn't have to take a whole lot of time either. So once I kind of talk to them about that and help them to see it doesn't have to be that hard, then they, they come around to it. Yeah. I think it's really powerful that you said that a lot of people, um, you know, and even yourself thought like, oh, well, when I have this or when I reach this level of success or whatever, then I can do this. And I think that that's mm-hmm. a really powerful point because I mean, I talk about that a lot where it's like the have, do, be model. Like, oh, when I have it, then I can do this and then I can be happy. But it really, it's exactly. the other way around. <laughs> We've got to be it. Like first, uh, you know, be energized, healthy, happy. And that comes from that self-care and having that balance. What are some yeah. things that, um, that you like to do? Say that. I'm sorry, I didn't hear the question. What are some things that you like to do for your daily self-care routine? Um, so number one thing I love is going to the gym. Um, <laughs> I, <was> never, <laughs> I was never that girl. I always, I've always been kind of thin, so... And, well, in high school, I was an athlete. I was on the swim team. But as an adult, I was never that girl to go to the gym and lift weights. Like, I would do yoga or I might go for a walk or whatever. But I was just like, no, I don't want to do that, you know. Um, but then recently, I started to get really get into it. 
I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like, it just makes me feel so good. Mm. It's like a therapy session for me. And it's like, it really clears my mind. It's, it's my time to get away from everybody and everything. And I can just jam out to my music and just lift some heavy, heavy weights. Like, I love it. Like, it just makes me feel so good. So I have decided, like, this is it. You know, I'm doing this every day. Well, not every day, but you know what I mean? Like, this is a consistent thing in my life. Um, and so I, I love to go to the gym. Um, I also like to carve out time to read. Um, so I do make sure that um, I get my reading in. When I was younger, I used to read all the time. That's like when we become adults. We, we hardly do that anymore. So um, I love to do that. Um, I also make sure to ha- like to carve out some off time during the week where I'm not focused on work, where I'm not focused on my business, where I'm spending time with my family and friends. Like very, very important. Um, and then also I would say I like to do things that help to like prepare me for success during the week. So you know, I order my groceries um, to be delivered. I, I hate going to the grocery store. Um, <laughs> I used to do that. <laughs> so, like, one of my things is, like, I want to eat home-cooked meals, but then if I don't like going to the grocery store, then that was kind of like a blockage for me doing that. So, I was like, okay, why don't I just order them? Because Amazon is great. So, I do that. Um, and I make sure to, like, prep my food for the week so that I, you know, know that I have healthy foods on hand so I'm not, you know, reaching for Grubhub or, you know, like trying to order something. Um, I'm a big planner. So whatever I can do to plan ahead for the week, I make sure to do that. And it just makes my week go so much better. And then lately, my newest self-care thing that I love. So I started listening to Calm, um, the sleep stories that they have. I don't know if you've heard of that. Mm -mm. But it's essentially like bedtime stories for adults. So when you're going to sleep, you listen to this bedtime story through the Calm app. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Actually, amazing. I've heard of that. <laughs> I mean, I just started doing it this week, and I'm like, okay, this is my new thing, my new bedtime ritual. Um, because sometimes I do have a hard time going to sleep, and mm-hmm. then that presents a problem when I'm trying to get all my sleep. So I always try to find ways to make my bedtime rituals. Um, really good so that I can get, you know, that full amount of rest that I need. So that's my new thing, the the sleep story. I love that. I love that so much. I'm going to have to check that out. I have heard of it. I've seen ads for it, I feel. (laughs) So really good. Yeah, I bet. So during that time in your life when you like got sick and you weren't feeling well Mm -hmm. or whatever, like how did you, um, did you have your business then too, you said? Yeah. So what I had to put in place, what I had to make sure I had my systems in place. Mm, that's um, what I was going to ask. Like, how did you get back to like, get your groove back just like aside from the self-care piece of it? Yeah. So, um, and that's why I like to put them both together, the systems and the self-care because they both, you, you need them both. Um, so I had to put systems in place to actually help me to work smarter instead of working harder. Um, being able to make it easy for people to sign up to, you know, sign up for a consultation or to sign up for programs, or if I go to network, you know, making it easy for me to set up coffee dates, 
you know, having all those systems in place, really having a clear idea of how you bring the customer, you know, the person from being a potential client to being a client. Like, mm-hmm. do you have all those things in place? Are you doing all these things manually or do you have them automated? Um, so really making sure that everything was automated, making sure I was clear on my processes. Um, also, I had to get really clear on my schedule. So no more was I going to be working 24-7 and just talking to people any time of the day. Mm-hmm. I had to set designated times for seeing clients, designated times for talking to potential clients, designated times for networking, designated times for creating content, um, and then also scheduling time off. And figuring out a way to do that where it was not taking away from my business. So one of the one of the biggest things that I that I did was, and I actually got this idea from another coach. Her name is Fabian Fredrickson. Um, she has suggested that you do three weeks on, one week off. Oh, I love that. Um, yeah. So I would see clients. I would only see clients three weeks out of each month, and then that fourth week, I would just spend that working on my business. Mm, I thought you meant um, like so that three, weeks on, <laughs> three weeks on, one week again? off. I thought you meant three weeks on, one week off, like working wise, like three weeks on and then like take a week. Oh, <laughs> well, eventually you do get to that point. So she does say like, eventually you will get, your business will get to the point where you'll be able to have like a vacation, you know, one week vacation every week. Mm-hmm. But essentially it's just a week off from calls, mm-hmm. from clients, um, you know, networking, what have you, and you're just focusing on your business. But then you can set that up however you want to. So yeah, maybe you could take the weekend off or maybe take a few days off during that week. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but because you're off from the clients and stuff, you kind of get a break. You kind of get a moment to just kind of breathe and catch your bearings. Yeah, That made the biggest difference um, in my business. Um, and that's something that I share with all of my clients and they're like, Oh my God, I didn't think to do that. You know? And they love that because you get that, you need that break. You need some time, you know, um, committing to have to talking to someone every week is a lot. It is. And also for them to implement, you know, have that week to implement themselves. Yeah. So, you know, it, it gives you time to work on the things that you didn't have time to work on because you were, you know, seeing clients. Um, it just makes a big difference. It gives you a little bit of breathing room. Um, and so that was that was one of the biggest things. So, yeah, so setting up the systems and sticking to them. It's really all about setting up boundaries. I was just going to say that. I literally just wrote that <laughs> down. Like I wrote, I wrote boundaries down and I was going to open that up. It's so funny that you just said that. It is setting boundaries. Yeah. It's really all about learning how to create and stick to your boundaries. And so that, that made the biggest difference in the way that I was operating. Mm. And Mm -hmm. also probably in your energy too. Oh my God. Yes. Because you're not constantly feeling pulled on. Mm -hmm. You're not constantly feeling drained. You have time to regroup and refresh and recharge. Yeah. What are some other ways that you've set boundaries with your business? Um, so one thing that I... Oh, that's a good one. So (laughs) one thing that I did was I limited my contact with my clients to just um, email. So the, you know, we would talk for our sessions via a conference line, but then in between our sessions, 
I limited our conversations to email. Mm. So I'm always available to clients. You know, you can email me whenever you want, as much as you want. Um, but I don't give them my personal number. I've seen some people do that. And I I'm like, never do that. <laughs> you gotta be careful. <laughs> you gotta be careful with that because then there's no cutoff, you know, then they're, you know, especially with texting and stuff like that. And so I, I, you know, that's one boundary I said. And then also communicating to your clients that, okay, yes, you can email me as much as you want, but just understand that just give me 24 hours to respond, mm-hmm. you know? So letting people know, like, um, yes, I got your email, but they know that to expect a response within 24 hours. They're not necessarily expecting you to respond like immediately every single time they email you. So that's one. Um, you mentioned social media. Um, so what I do is I turn my notifications off. Oh yeah. I don't have I don't have my notifications on my phone for social media. I don't have my notifications for my email either. Um, and so I set times that I like to go on social media to check it. Mm-hmm. So that way I'm in control and it's not necessarily controlling me because there have been studies done on that too, on, on being distracted. You know, when you're distracted from your work, it takes, and I'm probably misquoting this, but it takes like 20 minutes to really get back in the group. Mm-hmm. So imagine if every time you're getting distracted and then you're trying to go back to your work, imagine how much time you're wasting. Yeah. Um, so I do that too. I set boundaries with social media. Um, my email, I only check it twice a day mm-hmm. um now there might be some times where i'll check it more than that you know but i have it in my schedule this is when i check my email and i don't i try not to to go around that because we're getting email all day long you know yeah. with the social media notifications so if you don't set that boundary then you're, you're like constantly distracted yeah and it can become such an addiction too oh my god yes yeah. Instagram is dangerous. <laughs> oh, I know. It really is. So what are some other ways where you like that was helpful for you to put systems into place? Because I know like a lot of people listening are, you know, growing their business, whether they're just starting mm-hmm. out or whatever. And um, I'm curious, like what that looks like, if you can share some of the systems that you have put in place specifically that really help mm-hmm. your business kind of feel more in flow. Okay. So what the, the mo- one of the most important ones to think about is like, what is your system for onboarding a client? Mm. Um, and sometimes you, you can tell when somebody hasn't had it set up because, you know, you, you sign up to work with them and then it's like you, you're waiting for this email to come in. You know, everything's all over the place. It's not structured. It doesn't feel seamless. Mm. You want, when somebody signs up to work with you and they pay their money, you want them to feel confident that they made the right decision. Yeah. Um, and so you want to make sure that you have that process ready. So, so for example, if somebody signs up to work with me, you know, they get an email that welcomes them and it outlines all the next steps. Like these are all the things that are going to happen to get you onboarded. This is when we're going to, you know, set up our times to talk together. This is, this is, you know, these are all the frequently asked questions. Mm-hmm. This is where you go, you know, if you um, are having an issue with this, you know, just really mapping everything out. And that kind of is like their basic email that they can go to if they have a problem or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then also have it set up with a link where they can click on it and go to set up their, um, to fill out their form, their their client form. So, you know, with all their client information and 
you know, there's links for all those things. They get a whole welcome packet. So you want to think about like, what do you want your client's experience to be when they come on board with you? Mm-hmm. How do you want them to feel? What are all the things that they're going to need to get started with your program? And so answering those questions, you can put together your process and set it up so that it's automated. So I can be anywhere. I don't have to be at home on my computer to be able to send somebody a welcome packet. Mm-hmm. I already have the email typed up and I have it in my Evernote. I just go copy and paste it into an email. All the links are there. And then they, I can send it to them as soon as they've made their first payment and they can go ahead and get started. Mm-hmm. I already have my automatic payment set up. You know, so those are the things that, you know, and that's just the client onboarding system having all those processes in place so that it's seamless, it's easy. You can do it immediately after the person signs on. Mm. Um, and so then we go from there. We look at, okay, what is your process to take somebody from a prospect to a client? You know, that, there's that process too. You know, how do you set up your time management? I, one of the number one things that, you know, I help people with is their time management and really finding a way to like have their day flow where it really maximizes when their energy is at its best. Some mm-hmm. people get the most done in the morning. Some people get the most done in the evening. Some people are afternoon people, you know. And so, you know, setting up your schedule so that it really honors your values personally and with your business. Um, so we set up that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I said I freaking love that. Yeah. Like, it just makes a difference. Um, then we look at like, how are you marketing yourself and really, you know, I'm not a marketing expert, but just getting clear on like, so do you want to do, um, blogs to market yourself? Do you want to do speaking engagements? Um, are you going to use social media? So depending on like the main ways that you want to market yourself, Mm -hmm. then we'll talk about, okay, while you're marketing yourself in this arena, um, how are you going to pull in people into your funnel? And when I say funnel, I mean a way to funnel in prospects and um, help them to become clients. Mm. So, for instance, so if you're going to do a podcast, you know, are you going to invite people to your email list? And if you are, do you have that system in place? So what is your free offer? Do you have all these things set up? So those are all the little things, the little details that, I help my clients to get set up mm-hmm, so that mm-hmm. it just makes operating their business that much easier so they can really have fun. Yeah. I And I think that this is all so, so, so important because like when you have all this stuff set up, it can sound like a lot, but, and maybe it is a little <laughs> kind of a lot, but it's really not that serious. And it's so freaking important because once you have all this stuff mm-hmm. set up, then you don't have to worry about as much. No. I, but I want to go back on something that you said about the time management. I would love mm-hmm. for you to talk more about that. Um, like, okay how to, how, how do you, cause I know myself included and a lot of people mm-hmm. struggle with the time management. And I love how you said, like, it's really important for you to find a way to like have your day flow and honor your personal values as well. And like when you're feeling most creative. So mm-hmm. I would love for you to talk more about that. Sure. Um, so when I'm working with someone and I'm helping them to improve their time management, um, one of the first things I have you do is to um, take a week 
and then and you utilize a time diary. So if I were to ask you, Stephanie, like, okay, so how what does a typical week look like? You're gonna write down like ideally how your typical week is gonna go. But we all know <laughs> mm-hmm. that we never go by the ideal, right? Mm-hmm. And so I like to have people do a time diary where as you're going throughout the day, you're writing down in real time what you got done that day and what your schedule looked like. So, you know, you could say, okay, well, today I, I got to work at this time and then I went to lunch at this time and then this is the time I saw clients. So you, so at the end of the week, I get a realistic idea of how you really spend your time. Mm. And then we look at it and then I'll ask you, okay, what what went well and what did you not like? Like, what would you ideally like for it to look like? You know, mm. what are the things that you're not making time for that you wish you were? Um, we also get really clear on, you know, I'll ask you, what are your values? So what is important to you? What is important at the end of the day or at the end of the week or month or year? What do you want to have devoted time to? Mm. So that could mean like, I want to spend time with family. I also want to have time for my spiritual practice. I want to eat well, you know, I want to exercise, you know, we'll just go down the whole list. Mm-hmm. And then we'll look at like where you haven't had room for some of those things. And then I help you to rearrange your time without, you know, ask, of course, I ask more questions to get clear on like when your energy is, is at its highest, um, you know, get a better understanding of like why you're having certain blockages or certain obstacles. And then we'll work together to create a whole new schedule for yourself based on all the things that we've talked about. And then I give you two weeks to just kind of get a feel for it and try it out. Because again, sometimes what we think ideally is going to work, <laughs> we'll try it out and be like, well, actually this doesn't work so well. <laughs> so I give you a couple of weeks to really try it out. And then after that, we come back together and we talk about it. And like, okay, what went well, what didn't go well? And then we tweak it. Yeah. Um, but it is absolutely my favorite thing to do. I absolutely love to do it. What, the time um, management stuff? Yes. I love the questions because, that you presented, like the what the how to keep track in real time, what went well, what wasn't yeah. ideal. I think that's like those are some really powerful questions. So for those of you listening, write those questions down because I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, because it's like initially people are like, I do not have time for this. Mm-hmm. I don't have the time to do this. I'm telling you it's not gonna work. And then after we're done with the session, they're like, oh my God, how did you do that? That's amazing. So I just, I love being able to say, yes, we can, we can figure this out. I feel like, um, it's just like with your financial budget, you know, a lot of times we think, oh, I can't afford this. I can't afford that. And I think that there are sometimes legitimate times where we can't afford something or we really don't have the time for something. Mm -hmm. And then you have to ask other questions like, okay, how can I create more time? Mm-hmm. You know, it might be something that you have to work towards, but majority of the time you can afford it. You're just not really seeing how you can afford it. And it's the same with your time. So it's a lot of fun. And I really love helping to create freedom um, for entrepreneurs and professionals too. Yeah. And I think that that's probably one of the most important things is our time. Cause we never get our time back, you know? No. So it's like making the most out of your time and doing shit that lights you up and working when you Mm -hmm. feel most creative when do you feel most creative Mm -hmm. I feel most creative in the morning Mm. hands down in the morning when it's like when my mind is fresh 
And that's been a challenge for me because now that I've, so I, I, when I first started my business in 2013, I started my business full time. I was working full time from 2013 until 2017. So I didn't return to corporate America until actually, no, it was at the end of 2017. So the past two years has been quite the adjustment for me um, because, you know, I have to be at work at seven. So my morning time, you know, is gone for working on my business. So then I'm, you know, I was forced to kind of do it in the evenings and on the weekends. Mm. Um, so that was an adjustment for me. So I was like, oh, I need the morning. So what I've recently started doing is um, carving out a little bit of time before I start work. Mm. to get a little time in for my business. And then Saturday mornings are definitely devoted to my business. Um, it's my favorite time. So yeah, the morning when I'm fresh, before I started anything else, um, I like to, that's when I like to get my writing done. Yeah, it changes for me. I feel like I'm more creative in the evenings, but I yeah. still do things during the day sometimes. I don't know. Okay. Evenings is like more for me. Okay. It's interesting because I'm a night owl. I can easily stay up late at night, but to try to be creative, I just, I can't do it. I have to, I have to save it for earlier in the day. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so interesting. Yeah. Well, I guess it depends. Like for me, after I do my workout, I know you love working out, you said. Mm -hmm. (laughs) After I do my workout, that's, I actually feel most creative after my workout. So whenever that is, I feel really creative. And then I guess later in the evening, because I'm like more, I guess, just chilling out, I get that creative Mm -hmm. note. Okay. Yeah, it depends. I mean, sometimes I can get into that groove in the evening, but after working a job, once I'm done (laughs) and then I go to the gym, I'm pretty much exhausted and done for the day. I can do research in the evening. You know, I can do other things, but if it's like me having to write a blog or a newsletter, um, it will probably be better if I, the earlier in the day I do it. Yeah. What is your mm-hmm. your vision and and mission like going forward? Like, what does your next level of your life and business look like for you? What are you working on or working towards? So two things. Um, one, I have a book that I want to write, and actually, um, it's going to be a planner slash devotional. Because mm. um, you know, planner that's all me. I love the plans. So I definitely want to create a planner. Um, did you know how it is like when you, uh, do you like planners? Do you use a planner? I journal. I don't use a, like, I don't use a notebook planner. I, I did. Okay. And I'm like, I always write shit in my phone. <laughs> okay. Well, I've always been, I used to have a planner, like the old school planners. Um, and so planners are great, but it's like, no matter what kind of planner you get, there's always some little aspect of it that you wish was different. You know, you wish you had a little bit more pages for notes, or you wish you had a little bit more room for your calendar. So I'm really excited to finally be able to create like the perfect planner. Mm. Um, but then I also am excited about, um, it also being a devotional. So I want it to be something where entrepreneurs and professionals can use the plan out their year, plan out their weeks and months, but also draw inspiration from it. So I'm really excited. I'm working on that right now. And then um, second thing is, although I am certified to be a life coach, I'm not certified through ICF. So I'm actually preparing to get my ICF certification next year. 
Um, and I want to start focusing a little bit more on executive coaching. Mm-hmm. I see some need um, within the professional arena. So I want to expand to not just helping entrepreneurs, but also helping um, professional women and and some men um, in the corporate arena. So I'm really excited about expanding in that area, especially since now that I'm back in corporate America, I'm like, okay, I see how I can expand my business to help, you know, in this arena as well. So those are the two things that are um, in the works over the next few years. So I'm excited. I love that. It sounds really exciting. All of it. Thank you. I love the planner idea. Yeah, I'm really, really excited about that. Like, I can't wait to get that together. So good. So is there any last words of wisdom and motivation you would like to share with anyone out there who is like really just working on growing their business, turning their dreams to reality and making shit happen? Is there anything else you want to say? Yeah, um, I want to emphasize the point that self-care is not something that you have to earn. Um, it's something that you deserve. It's something that's very, very necessary um, so that you can be at your best. And also, I like to say that, you know, God has called you to do and operate this business that he has destined you for success. He's going to give you everything that you need. So those are my two main um, words of wisdom that I want to share today. I love it. Thank you so much. That was amazing. So where can people find you and and check you out and connect with you? Yeah. So my website is at coachtico.com. It's coachtiko.com. And you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I'm mostly on Instagram um, at coachtico. And yeah, that's that's where you can find me. (laughs) Awesome. I'll leave your links in the show notes as well. So Guys, you got to check out Takasha Davis on Instagram, her site, all the things, and make sure you tag us when you listen to this episode so that we know. Come hit us up on Instagram. And Takasha, thank you so much for sharing your magic and sharing all of this value with us. It's been amazing and it's been awesome just having you on the show. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I had a great time. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, please be sure to leave a review on iTunes and hit the subscribe button. If you want extra motivation to manifest a life and business that you're obsessed with, then find me on Instagram at the spiritual boss babe or visit spiritualbossbabe.com. I love you and appreciate you so, so much. And I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you have a magical day.